we are about to finish up Perik Yud Dalud, the 14th Perik, beginning first Perik and Precious, last little paragraph over Vihine, So therefore, we have three portions to our Precious, right? These are the Chalkeh Precious, after having defined Precious itself back in Perik Yud Gimel, then in Perik Yud Dalud, we spoke about the three Chalkeh Precious. Which are Zachariah? But Denim is one of them. Good. Hanan. You're going out of order. Okay, good. And, and last one was, I'll give you a hint, it was the one that Yosef felt the most uh, natural opposition to. Oh, uh, uh, social? Right. Mm-hmm. Very good. Well, I'm hugging. Again, okay. Yeah, so these are the three portions of Precious. Mafal P. Even though I just said over the basic big uh, principles of it. You see that actually it's going to entail you know, tremendous sw- what's the language? Swaths? Swaths or something? Swaths is... A large area. Yeah, of a person's life. Yeah? <laughs> We're at the very end of, the, of, of chapter 14. Literally. Page 297. Okay. Right there. This is 13. Oh, okay. So one chapter. Okay. Vakwara Marti Lacha. Shehap Protim E. Efsher. Lumosir. Kiim. Das. Vayasher Osam Al Yosher Haklal Vamito. So the details, the application that a person has to use their seichel. Yeah, you have to you have to use your das to be able to understand what is the correct application, right? And of course, we have to remember big principle. In fact, maybe this year will be like the introductory call to all of Midas Chassidus. The Ramchal himself says. In, I want to say like Shari Ramchal or somewhere. I remember where I have to find it. It says, when it comes to any aspect of Chassidus, if it will cause some sort of a... By you doing a Midas Chassidus, it will cause people to be upset with the Torah people to view the Torah negatively or something like that then you've, uh, you've lost more than what you gained yeah? so you have to remember these are these are extra things right? so if even though a person is machmir, eh? but in your particular situation where, let's say, uh, a certain humor that you keep, let's say, in humors and dinner, yeah, would cause people to be uncomfortable. So, you know, you usually keep it, right? But if it's going to make your host, let's say, uncomfortable, and you can't do it in an, uncon- you know, in an inconspicuous way, right? So then, just, again, obviously, you do all these things, you try to do them, you know, bleed nether, right? Then you, then you do it anyway. They, they mean that you would eat the thing or, or whatever it is, right? You understand? I mean, you wouldn't keep the Quran. 
Yeah. Right? Yeah. I was trying to think of that rabbi who took on a kurma to not make the host uncomfortable about the Bronx or something like that. The other way around. Rabbi on the contrary, he was made for another. He had not eaten gebrox for many, many years, mm-hmm. and he realized that uh, maybe it was, his, it was his new wife. Because his wife passed away, something like that. His wife made uh, made uh, lots of whole soup or something like this on Pesach. Right? He gathered three of his talmudim in a quick basin and was made for another. So that he could eat his matzah ball soup, something like that. Yeah. There's also another one where he nobody they did not eat gabrux, but they decided to keep gabrux based on not wanting to make the host. I don't see how that would humra. You can always make. There's no way that started keeping. I, I just that's okay. What I remember. Anyway, so I, whatever it is. Same. So same is the, the point is no, is but that's you, easy. I mean, you can yeah. always be machmir one time, and that not enough off your nose to one time. You know, if the host anyway not serving you gebrox, so then you don't eat gebrox. Easy. The chiddush is that even though you've been keeping, you've been careful from not eating gebrox all these years, right? And now here you are, and you discover, somehow you ended up in such a situation, right? So your one option is to tell the hostess, "I'm sorry, I can't eat any of your food." Okay. And then she's gonna run around her kitchen and see if she can find any cans of something. And I had. Uh, we've had people in the past that, uh, you know, oh, right, by the way, uh, that I mentioned that I'm allergic to this, that, that, and this. Uh, like, oh, great, you know. <laughs> Here's all this food we made. You know, and now we're going to feel really old. Oh, no, don't worry about it, it's fine. I'll just pick at this, like, lettuce over here. <laughs> right, so that makes the host very, uh, the hostess primarily very uncomfortable and happy, right? So, if, if you're doing it from a humra, so better not to do it. Yeah. Or, or, let's say people will view Yiddishkeit negatively, right? Because of this or whatever. So, so better not to do it. Jews will view Yiddishkeit negatively? Yeah. Or yeah, this is clearly only people who, right, meet, who have correct Overall life perspective. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Moderate people will view. Moderate Jews will view. They won't understand, right? They won't understand, right? But uh, but they they in general. Yeah, I mean, again, this applies to music cities, right? Anything with uh, within up until now, with I mean, all you know, everything within sitkas, right? All up until precious is all you do that, you know, uh, in all situations. But precious already. Is you have to weigh things up because it, it's a benefit. It's an extra. I'm trying to get that extra little bit, right? But you don't want to get that extra little bit at the at the expense of turning someone else off. Yeah? Okay, fine. So that gets us into Perik Tesvav. Derek needs a precious. So how does one go about acquiring precious? Yeah, so again, you have to remember something. Precious is a very foreign thing to us, right? especially us. I mean, we are so we, we are such mifunokim, right? Like we are spoiled in every way. We, we, we Zachary is looking around like, what, who, who, is he, who is he talking about? <laughs> are you concerned? So, talking about how to acquire precious, Vehine. Hader Hamuvher Liknos Esaprishus who 
שיסתכל האדם בגריוס התנוגוס העולם הזה ופחיסוסם מצד עצמם וראוס הגדולוס שקרובוס לבולד מהם. Instead of forcing yourself to do it, stuffing it down your throat, etc., right? But the whole time kind of wishing you could have those things is to introspect and realize that you know, really the downside is very minimal. I mean, the, the trade-off, if you have in your mind like, oh no, I'm giving up like all of Olomazeh, like you know, all the possible pleasures, right? Because um, remember, all three speak to things that we like to do. Right, obviously, Hanos of Olomazeh, right? Actually, partaking of things, right? Dinim, they limit my activity, limit my behavior, limit what I can eat also. They limit what I can eat also, right? Limit where I can go, what I can do. Whenever I introduce people to the concept that the, the Baha'i Gardens are, according to some opinions, a place of idol worship. Right? It's like, oh wait, so you're saying I can't go there anymore? It's like so enjoyable to, to go look, walk around, it's so pleasant. Like, okay, that's that's the upside. Also, the, the downside is that you know, you're partaking of Zara, right? So now, so the point is to introspect into, okay, so let's just think about it. What is exactly the value that, that, that this thing is offering? Yeah? How much how much am I losing out by not partaking? That's what he said, that's what Rambam says. That's really the the way to to go about it. Key, he Masha Mata Hateva El Hatanugo Saila, the fact that our nature inclines us towards that thing, Achte Yister Kolka Koach Vitagbulos Laha Frisho Mehem, that I have to literally pull myself away as if from a super powerful magnet. Right? Wait, wait, this is magnet? No, he doesn't say okay. You want a little translation? Actually, history there is required so much strength and tarbulus and trickery to pull my to pull oneself away from. Yeah. Why? Why is that? If you think about what? What is it? It's you. you I mean, it's at the end of the day, it's just you. Just let's talk about food, right? You're just ingesting some. No, organic matter, right? I mean, what? Carbon chains. Yes, carbon some carbon bonds, right? What? What's the big deal, right? So who pitui ha'inayim? Really, it's a seduction of the eyes. I mean, it's a, it's, it's a dimion, it's an illusion, right? Uh, what does that mean? Like 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 we see with Kava, right? That the Nachash said to her. Ooh, Look at this thing! It's going to be so unbelievable. And she and she said and she saw there was a taivale naim. There was a pleasure to the eyes, right? Is she you know, like what's what's the whole point of um, you know, commercials, right? Advertising, right? What are they? What are they out to do? They're trying to show you that like what, what do you want? You want happiness, right? 
It's like you just get this, you know, uh, mentos, air, uh, what's it called, um, mouth freshener. This will give you happiness. It will give you a beautiful wife. Right. And a happy life, right? Like this, is, and a good pardos on top of that. Like just the only thing that, that like standing between you and true happiness is this thing, right? And much, much to the chagrin of of of, of many <laughs> unsuspecting consumers, but you know, some for some reason that never materializes. <laughs> so then they say, oh. Because you need the red Corvette with the Mentos. You need the Mentos. Yeah, you could, it's while you're driving the red Corvette. That's when it works. So then they start chasing the red Corvette. And then, you know, when that fails, then they, right? So, so it's, it's this co it's, it's, it's all these dimionos of that this is what gives a person happiness. Okay? You see nowadays, you see what, what is happiness, right? Is... Happiness is an internal state, right? <laughs> Someone told me that uh, in his work, he is like one of these unfortunate people who has fallen to the propaganda of Corona and is like going crazy. Like a 40-year-old guy, very healthy, he and his wife, they're like testing their kids for Corona on like a daily basis. When they come home from school, they do a quick... <laughs> No swab, and they're like walking N95 masks to work and everything, and so um, this this uh, other person told him that he's about to go on vacation to somewhere, and the guy breaks down crying. He's like, "Oh, I want to go on vacation. Like this is what I was waiting for. I was hoping to go to this place. I had to cancel my thing because of the spike in the cases." And he's like breaking down, crying. He's like so depressed, out of his mind, wow. because like this is where, like this is what he looks forward to. Like this is his like escape from life, right? Like mm-hmm. this is happy. This is what gives him his little happiness, right? Mm-hmm. But whereas we, Baruch Hashem, like I don't remember how long were we in lockdown. Four months or something, five months. I don't remember how long. It's like full, full lockdown. Yeah. Yeah, several months at least. Well, yeah, before Pesach until after Shavuot. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Say, if you're an internal person, challenges. Yami people told me they had the best davenings of their lives during that time. During what? During lockdown? Yeah. I would never want to go back to that. I no. thought when I first. Start when when it first started. Yeah, I was like wow, go on vacation from like shul for a certain extent. It's like you can't, you have to stay home and learn. You have to stay home okay. and daven. And Hashem definitely showed me why that I was so off base with having that attitude and perspective. It was the most one of the most challenging times. Let it be. But let me ask you a question. Where where did you not discover though that your happiness is a choice? Uh, I, I mean that's always not always but I mean for the past several years that's, I've, I've known that to be true but to actually implement that and not have external factors affect you when they're like coming at you from so many different directions it's okay well hold on I, I do recall that there was confounding factors yes okay my point is 
that many people told me that actually they found a certain inner tranquility. Okay. Okay. Now I'm not saying it's easy. I'm not saying it's easy. I'm not saying we're on a very very high level. But I am saying that HEP is primarily comes from an inner connection. Yeah. Okay. So therefore, it's not to be found not in the chewing gum and not in the car that you drive, right? And not in the vacations that you go to. Yeah? So that is what the Ramchal is telling us is you have to basically pop that bubble. If you don't pop that bubble of the delusion that this is happiness, it's going to be a tremendous mysterious nefesh. Mm-hmm. You're going to be literally like weeping and crying that like you're giving up so much, right? And it's very hard. Mm-hmm. It's very hard to give up a lot. So what he's saying instead is introspect into it and see that this is really quite insignificant. This, this, this doesn't make up really any significant portion of my happiness. My happiness is who I am. Yeah, my happiness is what's my relationship with Hashem, my relationship with, with other people, what's my relationship to, to Torah. Right. Yeah. And so then... If it comes to giving up on certain foods or on certain experiences or whatever, it's not a big deal. That's his point. Yeah? Did you try having a similar conversation with a coworker? Say again? I had a, I had tried having a similar conversation with a coworker. Yeah. She. We had a, a state survey. And that's like our Department of Health has to make sure we're doing everything we're supposed to be doing this past week. So you say that's, that's kind of intense. Right. So we got our final results and we actually did pretty well, but there were like a couple things that the facility didn't do well in. So this woman was basically like second in command. She felt very sad and was crying. Similar situation, maybe this vacation guy. And I said, why, why are you so upset? And she said, well, we, we, I feel like this is my fault. And I said, if, if anything, it's just the opposite. But the reason why she feels so sad is that you're, said, who cares about anything else that's happening right now? I know how you're like a really good person. You care a lot about the facility. And you're much more than just whatever this job or the Illinois Department of Health is telling you. Mm, you're you, good. You, you, you care. You're a very good person. Forget about being a good nurse. So that, that's the... But it's about a lot easier to say that than it is to... That's true. To feel that. But that's true. She, that, that's, she, I feel like she was uh, actualizing this exact point that she was only connecting her sense of worth to how she... To external uh, evaluation. Exactly. Right, right, right. Yeah, but here it's even less than that. Here it's literally just as he's going to talk about physical pleasures. She was at least connecting it to like how other people view you and whatever, right? Yeah. Here we're talking about a person thinking that their happiness lies in a hamburger. Right. right. If I can't get away on vacation, it means I can't go to those other restaurants. You know, the ones that I haven't been to in a while, right? And they, you know, they have those, they have those really fancy kosher subway. The kosher subway, right? I mean, can you imagine? I never got a chance to have the, 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 the bacon, the bacon, the bacon, lettuce, and tomatoes. Yeah, that's really good. Wait, is that kosher? 
Um, the, the, the Kosher Subway with the bacon, lunch, and tomatoes, and it was fantastic. They, yeah. they have bacon at the Kosher Subway? It's, it's called BLT. It's Stanford ba- they, didn't, they didn't spell it out, but it stands for bacon, lunch, and tomatoes. I know, but I'm just asking, how did they make, manage to make it kosher? I don't know, but it was fantastic. I'm sure they used, um, like, beef meat or beef. beef and they closed, and there's only one Kosher Subway left in America, in Miami. It's in Miami? Yes, and every the last five years when we went, this has been closed because we were going on Thanksgiving or whatever. Next year. Shanaba. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. So, so that's that's so that's something we want to introspect on. Okay, so there we are. Now, so now let's say theoretically, let's say theoretically, Zachariah is considering maybe he should be stringent and only eat yosh. Okay, and now it turns out the only kosher subway in the entire world. Subway, you understand? Long things they cut into like a little triangle. Up on top, fill it. Get, you get to take an entire foot-long thing and stuff it into your mouth like this, right? It's not very refined, but yeah. But so they're not they're not yashu. Okay, so now Zachariah has to pick: does he give up awesomeness because of his desire to come to close to Hashem or not? It's a very difficult choice. So what do you do? So get what you do is get the, intru- get the ingredients and then bring, put it in your own bread. No, you can't do that. No, it's not, it's not the same. Yeah. Okay. So what do you do? Hanif. Okay. So Haniftim um, again from a language of uh, seduction. Bumare hadvarim asherhu tov. There appears to be so good this. BLT Subway. Ve'are and pleasant. L'chayra. Appears to be. Hu hapitui shegaram l'chayt harishin sheyaseyu. This is the very first sin. Kedus HaKazu, like the Pazak says, V'tira isha ki tova eitz l'maychel ki taivahu l'inaim v'chandu eitz l'haskil she thought this is going to be awesome. This is like the best thing you could possibly have. Aval. Kishe Tivorir El Ha'odor. Heyos Hatova Hu Kozev Legamri. The thing is complete forgery. It's a fake. Meduma. It is imagination, imaginary. Ubli shum hasmada nechon, and it doesn't even last. It doesn't have any continuity to it. So we have here that first of all, the pleasure itself is 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 fake because what is the the tingling? of the various taste buds, the firing of the nerve endings, right, which could be stimulated with a little electrode if you were to stick it into your brain, right? What is that? What's, what is fundamentally good about that? What is truly good about that? They tingle in this, if you eat this thing, it tingles like that. And if you explain to somebody, right, you talk to an alien, he's, there's no clue what you're talking about, right? He just injects the food into his, into his uh, uh, artery over here, right? So, you tell him, oh, this, see, because it, 
it makes this it makes this the the, the tingling like this in your mouth. And this one it's a little bit different. It's a little bit uh, <laughs> like to people I've always blown away like I look at the back of a wine bottle to like have these descriptions of what this wa- of what this wine tastes like and they managed to write like an entire paragraph it's really unbelievable right like all these adjectives and everything these overtones and these undertones and this overarching and like right so these people they really take their food very seriously right but what, what is it it's nothing you're just ingesting some calories yeah, that's water. The whole thing is in your is in your is in your imagination, and whatever it is, it has no continuity. It lasts but a, but a, but a moment. You fly all the way to Miami. Takes a whole day with all the you settle in this the restaurant. Finally, you sit down. You wait. You get to be. It takes ten minutes to eat the thing. That's it, you're done. I go home. One day there, 10 minutes at the subway, and one day back. Varabo Amici. But the, whatever, but the negative, the dangers that it exposes you to. Is that what it means to go to Miami? For a young man like you? It's uh, better off walking to a uh, boxing ring, you know, with Mike Tyson. I mean, like, what the, the I don't think there's a Tanua person in the you know in the entire strip. I don't know. I, I have Baruch Hashem I've not been, but. Uh, that's what I hear. Ever? I don't think so. Uh-huh. Uh, no reason to go to Miami. Go to Boca. Boca. That's the yeah. place. Everyone's to know there. I don't, I don't much more so than Miami, but the, it's because but yeah, Boca's not really Miami. If you if you go to East Boca, like East East Boca, where it's by the beach, then it's like a different story. But the East Boca, where where the community was, it's pretty solid. Because in my experience, just the weather always right. pushes people, you know, like Chicago is a really great city because the weather is so bad, right? <laughs> you, but during the summer, I mean, there's still going to be issues here. Yes, I mean, especially sometimes not even in the summer. Sometimes people right. insist, even while it's cold, with right. a tremendous mysterious nothing. Right, 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 right. But, hey, listen, you can't, yeah, but, but the question is, you know, what's the rule, what's the exception, right? So, well, yeah, right, Florida's a constant vacation mindset, basically, just do whatever you want. Right, so, yeah, even though there are, I'm sure, very wonderful people who, who are careful, right, but, yeah. the, the, but the pressure is in the direction of lack of seniors. There was when Facebook was first a thing. There was a, a group for the college that I went to. They said uh, it was basically the title of the Facebook group was "I don't care what the weather is outside. I'm always going to wear cargo shorts and sandals." That was the title of the Facebook group. Just in terms of like showing the the attitude and mindset that people have while being in, right. in Florida. Right. So it's just basically the uh, beach bum. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So for guys, yeah. okay, not the end of the world, the the, the cargo pants, but. 
But the question is, what's the other half of that equation, right? So the point is, so you're going to a place where probably in the subway you're going to be exposed to to succumbs to, to, to your spirituality. So now now we're weighing up, weighing up a BLT, right, to your spiritual growth, to your connection to Kodesh Baruch Hu, to who you are, right? That is a that's what a person is supposed to introspect and think about, right? How, what the little tiny upside is. Is there a fake it till you make it component here, or can there be? He's gonna, you're saying as far as what the, you, you genuinely think that those things are awesome. No, but the, the, the other way around. Oh. Um, as opposed to first really introspecting to the point where you feel like this is like life or death over here where it's I'm like risking my life to go get this BLT so instead you just pretend like you are and then well that's not his point right now his point I think he already hopefully established that it's important to do his point right now is to introspect to see the emptiness and the vanity of the BLT itself of the subway okay. what is the big deal right so when you see how because even your mind, your imagination, it's a hard blows it up to a huge thing. So if you listen, people take risks. People take risks for for, for for big things, right? Yeah. So so if if a person's mind what this one I'm gonna be happy. This is happiness. This is my once a year happiness. If I if I go to Florida I'm happy. I don't go to Florida I'm not happy. So then Okay, so listen, I might need to do it, even if, even at the expense of, I'll try it with my best, I'll, I'll look downwards, I'll be careful, I'll only hang out in West Boca, right? Um, but, I heard somebody, somebody say many years ago, it's a very smart thing, said, said, the, a mildly not Sanua Jewish woman, for him is a much bigger problem than a completely not Sanua Shiksa. Because it's just so obvious you're not going to look at that? Or yeah. Uh-huh. So you're able to justify it more with a mildly not Sanua? Right. Yeah. Jewish woman. Right. It's just like, just very attractive. You know, just very attractive. Just slightly, you know, right. whatever. Slightly, uh, you know, not, not, not exactly Sanua. Right. So both could have that, yeah. Because you benefit from yeah. it first. Uh, we're gonna look at a, uh, a, 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 a monkey in a bikini. I mean, like, what, what, what's that to look at, right? So, so it's kind of so the divide is so big that it's not as uh, uh, so maybe something. To, so I'm just saying, to a certain extent, maybe even if the, the West Boca may not be as safe as people think. Well, West Boca is, is much different story. West Boca is more modern. Oh, sorry. I, whatever. I'm, yeah. I'm working off what you said. I thought you said East Boca, like all the way no, by the beach like over east, there. East, east, oh, like Mid Boca, like, Mid Boca. Okay, right, so, exactly. Listen, yeah, okay, yeah. I, I've never been. I'm just, I'm just trying to work off the map you're giving me. Okay, fine. So, um, the Vadai. Just like again, or it could happen from it, even if it's not actually happening right now, but it could happen, right? So then, certainly, the person will be disgusted by it. He's going to say, "No way, I don't, I don't want this thing," right? The 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 uh, the upside is so minimal, and that's the main thing that he's telling us to introspect on. And then I already know that the downside is very significant 
or at least significant. If you think about, let's say it takes away a thousandth of a percent of my Olam Okay, what does that mean? Because one is deriving pleasure from that? No, 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 no. Because he went to Miami, because he wanted to go to the subway, mm-hmm. and he noticed somebody in the subway and, and therefore he afterwards couldn't daven properly or whatever it is, right? So so he lost some connection to Hashem. A little tiny, little, tiny, little bit. Of all of Abba, of Nitzkius, of eternity, of the most valuable thing that there is in, in eternity. Yeah? And you're exchanging that for a subway sandwich. Which I used to make with my with my own hands. I worked at Subway. Really? Oh, as a teenager. Not the kosher one. <laughs> Not the kosher ones. You're, did you actually eat the subs? I did. And you enjoyed them? Um, they're okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, can I bring you some of the ingredients? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, but, uh, so the person will not want to, he will not want it at all. Al-Kain. Zeu kol halimud shetzarich sheyelamed ha'adam esichlo. This is what you need to do. This is the process that you need to go through in order to help you with precious. Ask yourself, oh, what if I, oh, but that movie, it's hilarious, it's so funny, everyone's telling me, it's, it's going to be so enjoyable, right? I'm gonna, it's literally going to be the greatest experience I've ever had. So, no. Coming at all the, all the best things. Is it, does one Are they the best? Are they awesome? Are they really, truly awesome? That's what he's asking you to introspect. Are they really the best? Or are they really pretending, appealing to... A person imagining what a fun time he's going to have, but really, it's not going to be that. It's going to be over very quickly. That was going to come of it anyway. And let me see what I'm losing on the other side. So, how, how does the how, how does one know where to start then in terms of where they should be implementing? Creatures? Okay. Yeah. Okay. But I mean, it's like, a very very good question. Very good question. So we we said before he's not addressing that right now, but we did say before that listen. It's like erecting um, all sorts of rails, railings and fences that people don't fall over. Let's imagine you have an entire city, right, where there are no ma'akas, there are no fences around roofs of any of the buildings, right? And all the balconies don't have railings and all the stairwells. Like, there's no railings anywhere, right? Like, that's the city you live in. Sounds a little bit scary, right? Okay, so now, so you're going to start with the most dangerous places, right? I mean, but on the stairs itself, or on the balcony itself, or on the roof itself, it's not dangerous. It's just dangerous if you slip, or if you get pushed, right? That's dangerous. Then you die, right? So, okay, so so you're going to pick the places that are the most, you know, if you don't, if very few people go to these places... Probably not so important to like really invest in that, right? So you want to pick places that you are often near the border and that's slippery over there, right? Or maybe even places that you've fallen before. 
not necessarily the places that you have the, or maybe they go hand in hand, places that one has the greatest desire for or the biggest challenge with. So theoretically, that those may be the places where you slip most. Mm-hmm. Yeah? So that, that would be where the where person would start them. That would, be, that would be a good spot? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So everyone has to know himself. Now, again, obviously, eventually, as a person advances in pre-shoots, hopefully the whole city will be made safe. Yeah? Right. But... Just out with my wife, we went out to a restaurant. And we got three things between the two of us. Okay. And I and I thought afterwards, even while we, even while we were deciding, there were like three things that looked really good, and we were trying to decide. Maybe we don't just get the two, but then we miss out on that third one. We don't really need to get. I said even after the fact, I think we should try to work on not having to get all three. Like we can work on just not getting that one, and maybe look forward to getting that third one the next time or something like that. We don't need all three. It was too much food on top of that. And they just... I, 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 but I don't know what I'm, that's really... What is that... What am I losing in that regard? Is, is, is that so we spoke about before. By, by overeating? So he said before that uh-huh. when a person overeats, he, he uh, is usually poric all. He throws off the yoke of heaven. Mm-hmm. Um, also, a person trains himself to being a, a foodie. And that can lead to all sorts of negative things. Remember? That's what we spoke about in the 13th chapter. Right? Right. Sounds like a good place to start. Okay. Lahakir Bukhushas Hatanugim. By recognizing the weakness of this pleasure, how relatively insignificant it is. That looking into your wife's eyes, holding her hand, is a million times better than all the delicacies that you could order in the kosher subway. Ha'ela, the shakram in their lives. Ad she'me'elav yimos bum. So it's not going to be a struggle anymore. It's not, I'm not going to have to overcome my desire for this thing. I mean, you're going to say, I don't want it. Forget it. It's not going to be hard for him to throw, to throw these things away from him, to, to separate from them. So the point is, he's saying, you could be like uh, constantly fighting with yourself and overcoming yourself, right? Or by introspecting into these things and seeing the vanity and the emptiness of it, you could just, it'll just fall away. It'll just be a nothing. So there are two things. Right now, everybody's going to Florida or you know, Mexico or Hawaii or whatever it is, right? So the people that are staying here, it's a, because I don't want to go to a place that's not Sanua, right? So I'm going to fight against my eight Sahara. I'm going to deny myself this thing, right? That's very difficult. But if you introspect me, you say, what is it? Oh, there's nothing here. Okay, forget it. Then you continue. Understand? Okay. Michael. Behold, the uh, joy of eating food. 
It is the most physical, concrete, palatable pleasure that a person can have. Right? It's direct. It's like a, in that regard, we're not different than a uh, you know, than a, every every animal seeks food. Right? Very physical, very direct. Hayesh Dover. Ovid, Vinifsid, Yosemite, is there anything that is as transient, that is lost as much as food? How do they translate in English over there? Um, I said make a face, so I, I thought that they translated it. more imperishable than the pleasure of eating? Yeah. Sharei. Enshi uro ela kishir beisablia. The amount of time that the pleasure lasts is from your the tip of your tongue to the back of your throat. That's this much, right? How long does that take to pass through? Right? And if you chew 30 times each, right? Each mouthful is still not going to last more than half an hour, right? The moment it leaves your palate, the yarad, it's even its memories forgotten. It's not like you like stay feeling that. There's no like lingering feeling. It's gone. In fact, you see, so the Romans had a solution for it. They just vomit up the food mm-hmm. and they eat more. That way you get because otherwise you get pulled up. So you just. You, you prolong the pleasure of eating by vomiting and eating repeatedly. Wouldn't recommend it. Doesn't seem like a healthy. It also doesn't seem like you're extending the pleasure. Why? You get to eat way more. Yeah, but. Remember, the pleasure is while the food is in your mouth. I understand, but there's the lingering. I feel like there'd be the after effects of vomiting. I think they had ways around that. I think they would, uh, after they would vomit, they would like drink stuff, like, you know, go for a walk around the block. They're, they're, they're basically, you can get back into it. Even after a fantastic meal, I don't feel like I want to do that again. It's because you haven't vomited. <laughs> if you were to, because that's because your stomach is extended. If you were to vomit up everything, yeah. But then how do you? You have to, you have to trick yourself at that time when you don't want to. It's like no, I mean, you know intellectually it'll be right, pleasurable right. afterwards, right? They were very committed. Uh-huh. It's the opposite of pre-shoot. They have to realize how fantastic it will be, even though right now it doesn't feel fantastic. Right. <laughs> yeah. Vikahi, um, yeah. Savea im achal borburim avusim, and the person will be just as satiated if he eats um, fattened geese. Im achal lechem kibur, as as if he ate black bread. Lu achal mimeno kdesvia. As long as you eat from it, enough, sufficient. By the way, uh, interesting thing to note. The Gon says that when when it comes to precious in food, he says, the Mishnah Perkavos tells us, Zui Darka Shatora, this is the way of the Torah. Right, sleep on the floor, 
eat bread or salt and a measured amount of water. Don't overdo the drinking. So the goal is the, 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 the bread you can eat as much as you want. Eat bread to your satiation. Just, just make sure it's just bread. It's just something very simple. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to limit the, the, the amount. Right? If you're eating plain bread, simple bread, you're, only, you're never going to eat more than what, than what you want. Right? It, hey, here's a four-day-old bagel. Right? You want another one? No thanks, I'm hungry. Right? I mean, if you'd be hungry, you'd eat it, right? But if you're not eating it, it's because you're not hungry. Why do people eat more than what they need? Right, because of all the extras, right? Because of the, this fatty and juicy and sweet and sour and um, all the other things, right? But if it's simple food, you don't have to worry about watching your calories. The cat. Uh, so I want to ask: Is there an issue of um, nutrition? What nutrition? Okay, so you have to, of course you have to be careful. Like like the Ramchal told us, you have to take care of your body. You have to, you have to make sure to be healthy. No, but specifically by the bread diet. No, so it doesn't have to be dafka bread. He just right, used an example. Okay. He said the example was whether you ate a hundred and fifty dollar. Meal like like uh, like Yosef and, uh, and his wife had right, or whether you had or whether you have a dollar fifty, you know, loaf of bread. Yeah, that it's to be fair, there were appetizers. What there were appetizers, <laughs> not entrees. So yeah. <laughs> and I'm not hosting you for even one second. Don't worry about it. Um, but uh, so you'll be, you'll be equally satiated, right? So so it means after that one moment, right? The guy who flew all the way to Miami and spent all that money, and the guy who just ate the stale bread that we have in the kitchen over here, right? They're gonna be in the same place. Now, now go apply it to everywhere else. So nutrition, okay? So uh, you know, if your wife ever you know, overcooked something or whatever it is, you can still eat it. You have to whole, throw a whole big fit, right? Still just as nutritious. Overdone, underdone, undersalted, oversalted. What's the difference? Just get it past the palate. Finished. Okay. That's my dad's opinion.